Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Spurs Cast, episode 495. My name is Paul Garcia, and I'm the host of the Spurs Cast. So, the San Antonio Spurs' season is officially over. They fell to the Golden State Warriors on Tuesday evening, 99-91, which eliminated the Spurs from the 2017-18 playoffs. Uh, you have to give the Spurs uh, some credit for their valiant effort. You know, they fell behind by 16 points uh, late in third quarter with about 23 seconds left before the fourth started. And at that point... They could have just given up, you know, called a game, lost by like 20-plus points, and just started their vacation plans. But no, this this Spurs team, they, they hung in, they, they, dug, they dug deep, and they actually got the Warriors' lead all the way down to two points with 57 seconds left. It was a one-possession game. However, um, much like what has happened to the Spurs in close games this entire season, uh, they couldn't get a stop on the other end. Durant goes and makes a, a, a basket, which puts the Warriors up by four. Then on the offensive end, on the next uh, possession, uh, Monte Ginobili turns the ball over to uh, trying to get a pass to, to Marcus Aldridge in the post. And from there, the Warriors ended up just basically um, winning, uh, outscoring the Spurs 6-0 to end the game 99-91. So again, you have to give the, the Spurs some credit, you know, d- despite all, all, all the um, the issues on the basketball floor this year with, with their with their team uh, in terms of, of who was available for the roster and the injuries they dealt with. Uh, they still, you know, even though they lost in five, they still put forth put forth the effort and they went down swinging. They didn't just give up and, you know, lose by 20-plus points and just say, hey, Warriors, you can just have a sweep or you can just have a, a five-game series that easily. They actually fought in this series and took it to five. Uh, and, and, you know, it took everything, you know, Kerr, Steve Kerr mentioned how, how, um, how, you know, the Warriors are kind of lucky just to get out of there and, and win that game uh, at the end there that the Spurs fought for that game. So now that the uh, basketball part of, of the Spurs' season is over, let's go ahead and move off, move on into the off season. Uh, there, there's some different uh, news elements going on right now with uh, the Spurs' assistant coaches, uh, Kawhi Leonard, and then also I'll, I'll break down their upcoming summer in terms of the, the roster and where everybody's going. Not where they're going, but where, where their decisions lie. Uh, let's go ahead and begin with the assistant coaches. So, there's currently six open um, vacancies in, in the head coaching um, department among the 30 NBA teams. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks, the Charlotte Hornets, Milwaukee Bucks, New York Knicks, Orlando Magic, and Phoenix Suns all have openings at the moment. And Ettore Messina, Ime Udoka, and James Bregor have all been linked to a few of these teams in terms of uh, trying to get interviews to, to try to become those head coaches of those teams. So the first pl- uh, coach is um, Coach Messina. Um, He's he's a uh, he's reportedly going to get interviewed by the Charlotte Hornets for their opening. Then Ime Udoka has been linked to the Atlanta Hawks and and Hornets as well for their openings. And then uh, James Borrego has the most um, inquiries with uh, uh, the Atlanta Hawks been interested in him, the New York Knicks, and the Phoenix Suns. So so there's a chance that you know one or one to three or or maybe none of these guys uh, get, get these head coaching jobs this coming summer. 
So so Pop has to be ready that um, to see that um, you know maybe Becky Hammond has to move up and become his lead assistant, uh, and then also Will Harding will move up, and then maybe Pop needs to go out and find some more assistant coaches in the event that all three of these um, coaches were to get hired by other teams. Uh, Chad Forcier, a former Spurs um, assistant coach, is out on the coaching free agent market. You could say uh, he was coaching with Frank Vogel in Orlando, but then once Vogel was fired, they pre- pretty much got rid of most of his staff. So um, Forcier is um, out there as well. So there's maybe there's a chance the Spurs can bring him back if both um, parties were interested in making that happen in the event this uh, Pop did lose a coach uh, if they were to go work somewhere else. Next topic I want to jump into is uh, the latest on Kawhi Leonard. So the the, the day after the season ended, uh, on Wednesday morning, Michael Wright of ESPN.com uh, put out a story giving some some different details, uh, some new details, should I say, too, of um, the whole Kawhi saga and what's going on uh, with his situation. Um, so Mike wrote that, uh, according to his sources, there's going to be an all-hands-on-deck summer meeting for, with Kawhi this summer that's going to be led by Coach Pop. So, so the players are expected to be there, um, you know, uh, coach pop and they're basically going to sit down with Kawhi and try to figure out you know are, is everybody on the same page do, do, do they want to keep this relationship um, productive and going into the future or is this something where maybe there needs to be uh, you know both sides need to part ways so that's kind of where this meeting will take place uh, Woj was um, Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN.com was on a was on an ESPN clip where he had basically says that before the conversation of the supermax even gets involved uh, that 219 million dollar supermax uh, the Spurs need to figure out, and Kawhi, uh, they need to figure out where they're at right now. So, so that's kind of the most important thing right now is is, is the communication, is figuring out where where are both sides at, can they make some sort of agreement, and then the supermax will come into play uh, if they do figure out that they do have some sort of agreement to want to come back and work with each other. Uh, and that supermax, um, what Mike wrote in that piece, according to his sources, is that uh, that that decision to give Kawhi the supermax is going to rest with management and also uh, even some current players, is what Mike wrote there. So um, obviously, Mr. and Mrs. Holt would be the ones that are the management part of that. And then uh, even the current players, I, I don't know if that's maybe like the the guys who have kind of been there for a few years. I mean, not for like a number of years, should I say, like Manu and Tony. Or, or would it be like the current like like um, cornerstones, like LaMarcus uh, or like DeJounte Murray. So so um, that's obviously going to be uh, – that's that's the latest on Kawhi. It's kind of just a wait-and-see thing of, of where these talks go. Uh, the Spurs probably do need a decision before the draft because that's probably going to be the one night when, in, in the event that things went the wrong way and they were looking at trading him, that would probably be the, the night that they're going to have their most value for him uh, from different teams in terms of packages that, that they'll send them. Uh, so that's obviously, again, still a wait-and-see kind of approach. Um, you know, maybe maybe they do hash everything out and everything goes in, in the correct direction, uh, in the right direction, and the Spurs and Kawhi do want to continue working together. So maybe that you know, by by, the, by July 1st, maybe we get the report that he's going to verbally agree to sign a, a Supermax extension. That's kind of just a wait and see uh, with the whole Kawhi saga um, right now at this point. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break and I'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by ADT. When it comes to something as important as your family safety, you need real protection with ADT. What does real protection mean for you? Well, real protection means you can get all of the latest innovation in smart home security from ADT combined with 24-7 monitoring from the most trusted name in home security. You'll get a team of professionals designing and installing a secure smart home just for you, including 18,000 employees safeguarding you and your family, along with a connection to first responders. Your secure smart home includes everything from video doorbells and indoor and outdoor cameras to smart locks and lights controlled from the ADT Go app or the sound of your voice. 
you can also get professionally monitored carbon monoxide and smoke detectors. Everything is custom designed to fit your home, all from the nation's number one smart home security provider. You can even get safety on the go in the car or when the kids are at school with the ADT Go app with an SOS button. Ready to learn more? Visit ADT.com backslash podcast to learn more about how ADT can design and install a secure smart home just for you. Thank you for listening to Spurs Cast, episode 495. The next thing I want to jump into is the Spurs' what I'm calling the off-season calendar. These are just important dates uh, to monitor for the team uh, as they approach the off-season. Uh, the first thing, uh, uh, the first date is going to be uh, uh, June 21st. So what happens on June 21st? That's the that's the uh, NBA draft night. So the Spurs at this point will have the number 18th uh, first round pick and also the number 49 pick in the second round. Um, so in the event that they don't make any trades, those are going to be their, their two picks. Uh, but you know, you never know if on draft night, they make a trade or even the days before leading up to the draft, they make some sort of trade and get some more picks or just send this pick, um, out to another team. Then, uh, eight days later on June 29th, uh, it's the decision day for Rudy Gay, Danny Green and Joffrey Laverne to, to either, um, uh, decline their player options or, um, exercise them and, and lock into their contracts for next season, uh, with the Spurs. Uh, I'll get into how much each of those contracts will be worth in a little bit when I go into the salary figures and, and detailed um, analysis of that part. Also on June 29th, the Spurs would have their last day to tender a qualifying offer to uh, Davis Bertans, Kyle Anderson, and Bryn Forbes to make them all um, restricted free agents and free agency. Uh, right now, uh, Mike wrote in that piece, Michael Wright, uh, that right now it seems that the Spurs will likely tag all three players. So again, uh, this just kind of gives the Spurs some security of having some leverage, not leverage, but kind of having some security uh, in, in trying to bring these three players back. Uh, if, if the players do get a contract from another team that's a little bit more than San Antonio would like to match, then the Spurs can let that player sign with the other team. However, if it's something where the Spurs want that player for the future, uh, then they can kind of match the salaries and keep and keep one of one or all of Bertans, uh, Kyle Anderson or Bryn Forbes. On July 1st, uh, Tony Parker will officially become an unrestricted free agent. Uh, and that is also the first day the Spurs can offer the Supermax to Kawhi Leonard in the event they do uh, decide to do that. Now, Kawhi can't sign the Supermax on, on July 1st. He has to wait until the end of the moratorium, which is July 6th, uh, uh, which is when the moratorium ends. Kawhi would have from July 6th all the way up until October 15th to sign the Supermax in the event that the Spurs did offer it to him. So that's kind of, he's got a big few months to, to make that decision. Uh, kind of like what, what what we mentioned on the Spurs cast in the past, like kind of like what Russell Westbrook did last year with the Oklahoma City Thunder, where he didn't sign it until I think late September. So that's kind of something with um, early July. And then on August 1st, um, Brandon Paul's non-guaranteed deal become would become guaranteed. So if Brandon Paul wasn't waived before August 1st, then then he will be a guaranteed contract for on the team for next season. So those are, again, that's kind of just a mini off-season calendar. Uh, we will probably get some news closer to those dates, especially the, the June 29th one is very important because you got to know whether or not uh, Danny Green, Rudy Gay, and, and, and Laverne are going to um, opt into their deals or not or uh, become free agents. And also for um, you know the qualifying offers, whether Bertans, Anderson, Forrest will become restricted free agents. So now I want to get into a, a little bit more uh, detailed um, kind of breakdown of the Spurs' current salaries uh, heading into the off-season uh, I'll just go through each player basically and, and give you kind of what, what's going on with them and what's going to happen most, not happen most likely, but what, what's their situation like. Uh, so LaMarcus Aldridge is slated to make $22.3 million next season. That's a guaranteed contract. Kawhi Leonard is slated to make $20, 20 million guaranteed. 
Uh, even if Kawhi were to sign this Supermax uh, this summer, his salary doesn't jump until the, the following year. So, so he would still make that $20 million this coming season, but then that, that salary would, would um, balloon up in, in the following year uh, when that Supermax kicks in. Pau Gasol is guaranteed uh, $16.8 million next year. Tony Parker, here's the interesting um, player. You know, As I mentioned, he is a restricted free agent, and he has a cap hold for $23.1 million uh, because the Spurs have his bird rights. Um, that's that's a huge number on the Spurs' cap cap sheet. Basically, if if they keep Parker on there and try to resign him with bird rights, then you know he's not going to get a twenty three million dollar contract. But even if it was, it was for a lower amount and they were going to use their bird rights, then they they're going to probably be in, in the tax. I mean, they're probably going to be above the above the salary cap, and, and they won't be able to operate in terms of trying to get uh, free agents because they'd have to resign Parker um, based on the bird rights. So if they were to renounce that $23 million cap hold, then Parker could only be resigned with either some sort of um, mid-level exception or buy a new exception, uh, the veteran minimum, or if the Spurs did open cap room, they could resign Parker with cap room. So Parker has made his intentions known that he does want to continue playing in the NBA. He wants to uh, most likely resign with San Antonio, but he did say, you know, it's a business and he has to wait to see, you know, what opportunities arise on July 1st. So um, Parker's going to be, he's probably the only one I think that's an unrestricted free agent. Yeah, he is. So Parker's an unrestricted free agent July 1st. Uh, Patty Mills, he's going to get a guaranteed $11.6 million next season. That contract's already locked in. Danny Green has has two choices to make. He can either uh, exercise his player option, means opt in to the $10 million and make that next season and then become a free agent next year. Or he can decline that player option and become an unrestricted free agent. Now, this doesn't mean the Spurs would lose Danny in the event he declined the option. What this means is that Green will have a $15 million cap hold on the Spurs' sheets, which means they can sign him up to five years. They can still basically kind of extend him as well. Uh, they can fi- find an amount that 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 uh, that, that he and, 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 and they would um, see fitting to, to continue the partnership uh, with the team and, and Danny Green. So, if, if you know, Green has, Green has some, some decisions, you know. Right now, Zach Lowe recently wrote that um, the market for Green and even Will Barton from the Denver Nuggets, it's looking like around they're going to probably get on the markets like about eight point six million, which is like the MLE, the mid-level exception. So, so Danny could could try to he could decline the ten million and then go out and, and test test the market and see you know can he get more than eight point six million, or if not, maybe he does take that eight point six million, but kind of uh, turns it into. Uh, like a three or four year deal, so that way he, you know, it ends up looking like twenty twenty five to 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 maybe like like thirty something million. So 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 that Danny has a, has an option to to to, to kind of decide his future uh, on terms of uh, whether he wants to stay with San Antonio or not. Same thing for Rudy Gay; he has a player option. Um, he can exercise for eight point eight million to stay with the Spurs, or he can decline that option. But because the Spurs only have they don't have uh, Gay's full bird rights, this means that the Spurs can, if Gay were to decline the option, then the Spurs could only offer Gay a starting salary of ten million in the first year of a new contract up to four years. So, so there is a limitation on on Rudy Gay in terms of how much the Spurs could offer him. So then it be, kind of becomes a, a if the Spurs want to keep him and he does want to stay, then the most they could offer him in year one is ten million. Whereas, what happens if another team were to give him more than that ten million? Then, then you know, Gay could elect to take the the money elsewhere if that opportunity arose. But for the Spurs' sake, uh, it, it is beneficial in terms of trying to keep Gay that um, the cap, the, the number of teams with cap room, uh, it has is very limited. So there's not going to be a lot of suitors, most likely, uh, for Rudy Gay with teams in terms of teams that have like north of 10 million trying to sign him to a contract. So those are the two decisions Rudy Gay can make. Uh, Manu Ginobili has a guaranteed 2.5 million on the books next year. So even in the event that Manu were to retire, he still gets his 2.5 million. They would probably stretch it like they did with Tim Duncan a few years ago. Um, 
Manu's going to be a wait and see kind of um, approach because he's already said he's, he's going to do that. He's going to take a break from from the su- over the summer, kind of reassess w- whether he wants to continue playing basketball. Last year, it went all the way until July 18th before Manu finally made a decision to come back to the NBA. So, so Manu, the, the Spurs kind of can operate their financial moves going forward just because they already know Manu's locked into a $2.5 million, whether or not he comes back or, or not. Um, Kyle Anderson is a restricted free agent, as I mentioned. He could, he can be if the Spurs tender him a $5.4 million qualifying offer. If the qualifying offer is not tendered to him, then the Spurs can still try to resign him with a, since he has a $6.5 million, $6, $6.4 million cap hold. And they can, they can sign Kyle up to five years if they wanted to. Uh, if he wanted to resign in San Antonio. Um, even though he's not part of the team anymore, um, Tim Duncan is still on the Spurs' salary sheet because uh, when he retired, he still had some money that they stretched out. So he, so Timmy's going to make $1.9 million next year, even though he's he's not part of the team as a retired player. Joffrey Laverne has a player option for $1.7 million. So again, he can exercise his player option, which means he'll stay a Spur next season at that amount, or he can decline it uh, and a, and he can sign up to four years with the Spurs, starting at 1.5 million. There's not a lot of money. Uh, it's basically like the veteran minimum for him. Um, Derek White is guaranteed to uh, on a 1.7 million dollar contract next year. Bryn Forbes uh, and Davis Bertans. I'm just going to read theirs together because they have the same amounts. Uh, they both have a 1.7 million dollar qualifying offer to become restricted free agents. If if the Spurs didn't make them restricted free agents, then uh, they could. They could, they'd have a qualify, they'd have a cap hold, should I say, of 1.7 million, and they could each be resigned for deals up to four years, but they're kind of like Jonathan Simmons, where the most the Spurs can offer them in year one of a contract is about 8.8 million. Now, I don't think the market's going to be, uh, uh, you know, in terms of suitors, I don't think teams are going to try to, you know, want to want to go past that 8.8 for 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 Brent Forbes or or uh, Davis Bertans. So the Spurs uh, should have more leverage, not leverage, but more flexibility in terms of one, in terms of bringing one or both of those guys back. DeJounte Murray is guaranteed $1.5 million next year. He's still in his rookie-scale contract. Brandon Paul is uh, ha- has a non-guaranteed contract of $1.4 million next season. And that just means that if Paul uh, stays on the... If the Spurs don't waive Paul past uh, August 1st, then he will be guaranteed $1.4 million next year. But if they were to waive him any time in June, July... Um, then, then he, then that that comes off their books. That 1.4 million, it's not, it's not applied. Uh, Nikola Militinov, one of the Spurs' um, first round draft picks from way back in um, 2015, he still has a cap hold of 1.4 million, and the Spurs can get rid of his cap hold if they, um, if they were to uh, let the NBA know that he's going to stay overseas, continue playing over there next season. But you know, since they have his cap hold, I don't, I don't know what his contract is. I haven't checked into that. But if they were to find some way to do a buyout with his current team, they could also bring him over this season and add him to the team. Uh, then the Spurs' 18th overall pick, whoever that will be, uh, is, is gonna, has a cap hold of $1.9 million on the salary sheet already. Um, so all in all, all that money, you know, if everything were to stay there with all the cap holds and player options, uh, the Spurs are right now at a salary team salary of $135.6 million, which is above the, the, the luxury tax, which means that the only way with this, if they were to basically bring this entire roster back with all these, um, you know, Basically, the yeah, the entire roster, they'd uh, they'd only have the tax mid level exception as uh, to try to add players to their team, which is only worth five point three million. Now, obviously, I don't think they're going to bring the entire roster back. So let's go ahead and look at some scenarios that maybe they could try. Uh, let's look at this scenario. Let's look at what if they uh, they renounce Parker's cap hold, Danny Green, Rudy Gay, and Joffrey Laverne all opt out of their deals, so they become free agents. All the restricted free agents, um, Bertans, Kyle Anderson, Brent Forbes, they all. Um, let's just say they sign elsewhere. 
uh, and then the Spurs wave Brandon Paul, and then they they tell the NBA that Milotino staying overseas. So with a roster of Aldridge, Kawhi Leonard, Pau Gasol, Patty Mills, Manu Ginobili, Derek White, and Dejounte Murray, and the number eighteen pick, uh, the Spurs could have up to seventeen point three million in cap space. So again. It, that's a lot of money because especially in this coming summer where a lot of teams aren't going to have cap space. But again, the problem there is that you're relying in this scenario to get that 17.3 million, you're really relying on Danny green and Rudy Gay and Joffrey Levert to opt out. And that's not in the Spurs control. Th- those three players control their destiny in terms of uh, whether or not they want to keep the, uh, stay with the Spurs or not. Now let's uh, go into the situation that Danny green and Rudy Gay did opt in. And then everybody else, all those other players beforehand uh, did, uh, did uh, they didn't come back. So then you'd have a team of LaMarcus Aldridge, Kawhi Leonard, Pau Gasol, Patty Mills, Danny Green, Rudy Gay, Manu Ginobili, Derek White, uh, DeJounte Murray, and the number 18 pick. So then that would basically be your team because all the Spurs would have at their expose, uh, their disposable, their disposal to sign a player would be the $8.6 million uh, non-tax exception. So um, that's kind of where, where the Spurs kind of sit. A lot of the – well, obviously we, we still know with, with Kawhi – if Kawhi were, if things went sour and it didn't go the right way for San Antonio and, and Kawhi in terms of their communication and it, it, you know, talks fell apart and Kawhi wanted out uh, and the Spurs had explored trading him, well, then there's a whole new avenue of different directions this franchise could go in. They could go into the rebuilding route because Kawhi could, you know, trading Kawhi could get them some picks, some some young players, some prospects, or they could go into trying to become stay a contender by. Um, trying to see of getting like like a impact player now to join LaMarcus Aldridge uh, by his side. So in the it, it's hard to we got to kind of know where the Kawhi situ, situation is going to fall before uh, we can even kind of start seeing a roadmap of where this team is headed in terms of um their their cap space this summer or if they're just going to operate as a team above the cap and just only add a, a piece or a player or two um to the team. So um you know after the Kawhi Kawhi um situation kind of settles in I mean settles itself then the Spurs will move on to looking at what happens to Danny Green, what happens to Rudy Gay and Joffrey Laverne in terms of their player options because then they control the next amount of power in terms of where the team's direction goes. Uh, and then from there, a lot of the Spurs, is, the power is back in the Spurs' hands in terms of shifting, you know, where, where does, where does where, what other moves do they want to make? Because a lot of those other players like Tony Parker, the restricted free agents, uh, Brandon Paul, those players are, can, can, can they, the Spurs don't have to bring those players back uh, to, to, to keep them cap flexibility open. So again, it's going to be an, an interesting summer. Um, you know, one where this team could look entirely different. You know, just based on what happens with a lot of these uh, talks and communication. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start uh, going back to the weekly podcast uh, episodes for the Spurs cast. So I, I know I've been doing them. Um, they've been doing. I did like think like three in like probably like ten days. And the reason was because I did want to get, uh, provide a, a episode after every playoff game. Uh, but now we'll be going back into a weekly format. Um, now that it's the offseason, go ahead and send, send as much um, Spurs cast questions if you want. Go to Twitter, use hashtag Spurs cast. Uh, if, if, you if you don't have Twitter and you listen to this and you have email, email me at 24writertx at gmail.com. That's uh, the number 24writer at tx at gmail.com. Uh, if you're online, follow us at Project Spurs at AT League underscore NBA, at the Spurs cast at Project Spurs Network. And uh, visit ProjectSpurs.com, AnalyzingLead.com, and ProjectSpurs.net. And again, leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening. Um, you know, especially this season, it was my first one as, as a Spurs cast host. Uh, and now it's on to the offseason. Have a great day.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.